Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ad Heart Calls, Inspiring Forward Movement and Heart Powered Intention. I'm Deborah Rosman, your host, and I am so delighted to be talking about our topic this month Ad Heart to Our Planet Earth. Adding heart to heal our planet Earth. You know, Earth Day is coming. Uh, Right now, uh, I would say that we're a couple days ahead of it. It's on April 22nd, and it's a special day. I always feel uplifted knowing that people are spending time honoring our planet, appreciating our beautiful planet. And I've noticed for years that most people celebrating Earth Day are focused on important issues like improving the environment, whether it's the oceans, the water, rivers, ground. There's so much in our environment that's being challenged these days. Climate change, saving endangered species. All this is really important. One area that's not often directly addressed that may possibly be the most critical of all is how deepening our relationship with each other is essential to help heal the earth, is important to improving and honoring planet Earth. And I've invited my guest, Dr. Jude Caravan, who's the co-founder of Whole World View and author of the upcoming book, Gaia, Her Story, to talk about this, why healing our human relationships and loving each other is so essential to healing our relationship with Earth. Jude, welcome. So glad you're with us. Oh, Deborah, it's my delight, and what a wonderful timing for us to be together just before Earth Day. So thank you for inviting me. Well, you have spent so much of your energy and care in terms of looking at Gaia, the Earth, and what we can do to help lift consciousness on this planet and lift, uh, heal the Earth, really. Tell, tell us why you discovered or, or what you see in terms of Guy's story, their story, why deepening our relationship and loving each other is so critical. I mean, it seems obvious, but I'm sure you have looked yeah. deeply about it. What is it that you found? Well, Deborah, I feel it's part of a much bigger restoring of, of who we are. You know, for, for many years now, and certainly those of us in in the West and in secular society, um, science has really, mainstream science has told us that the world is made up of separate things and that this reality is the only reality or this realm is the only realm and that, you know, our universe began nearly 14 billion years ago and somehow, randomly, sort of accidentally, came to this point and somehow our minds arise somehow from our brains. So it's a very, it's a picture, it's a paradigm, it's a worldview that is based essentially on separation. And because we look to science, often look to science, to, um, for authority, for the evidence, we generally as a society is collectively, globally, have acted accordingly. That's become our worldview. The science has sort of grown, as it were, to be our most 
collective perception of the nature of reality. And what we're finding now at the leading edge of science is that that separatist, materialist, reductionist worldview is fundamentally wrong. And that instead, the reality is profoundly interconnected. Fundamentally, our universe exists and evolves as a unified entity. And instead of being somehow deadened and, and made up of things, it, it truly is a living universe. And our planetary home, Gaia, is a living planet in a living, evolving universe. And of course, we are her children. We are our universes, microcosmic co-creators. So, you know, what we're finding at the leading edge of science is instead of a meaningless separateness that our universe is innately meaningful, innately purposeful, and everything in existence is too, including planets and plants and people. So we're essentially, we're waking up. We've, we've had this sort of dream of separation, this illusion of separation, but we've acted as if that is the true nature of reality. And leading-edge science and many, many, many folks around the world now are sort of either already were awakened because our indigenous communities have sort of held this understanding for us when so many of us have forgotten it. We're literally waking up as a species to remember that we're inseparable. And so what's now coming forward is a science of love, a science of, of consciousness, showing that not just our universe exists and evolves as a unified entity and with intimate and profound and innate meaning, but literally you and I and everyone who's listening, we're profoundly interconnected too. We are ultimately one, but a unity that's expressed in radical diversity. So the more we can wake up to remember that we're inseparable, to remember that we're unique individuals, part of a universe that exists as a wholeness, as a unity, and yet expresses itself in incredible and abundant differentiation, but a differentiation that's not separate. We're all family. We are all family, like one big family, and like our founder, Doc Childry, often says, living on one big backyard, the earth. <laughs> it's nice. To, yes. you know, when you think about that one yard, it really kind of brings it home. And, I, I, yeah, I know, when it, it's this interconnection that we have to wake up to. And yeah. so many people will say, well, that's just woo-woo stuff, meaning they're stuck in the separate worldview and don't see other unity consciousness. And that's okay because that's part of the growth and learning process here on this planet, but it's also what's created so much destruction on the planet and the environment. I think science, if we can step it down enough for people to feel it, what it confirming yeah. what we really know deep in our heart that we are deeply interconnected, and that it's the what HeartMath Institute's research has found that it's the Earth's energetic fields 
the electromagnetic fields in which all life exists, that we can actually measure some of this interconnectivity and by looking at how our heart and brain rhythms are influenced by the changes in the Earth's rhythms and the magnetic fields and how love, the qualities of the heart like appreciation and compassion and care and what moves our hearts deeply where we feel that warmth and love and connection actually is actually when our heart rhythms and brain rhythms are synchronized or in a coherent waveform, and that is measurable. So when people actually see that and see when they're frustrated and anxious and separated and feeling separate, that their heart rhythms get real incoherent, and when they're feeling connected and loving and sharing and caring, their heart rhythms are smooth and they feel smooth, that's the kind of research that I'm hoping puts it in the lap for people to help help humanity, help the masses wake up to what you're talking about, how they're you know, intentionally radiating or broadcasting love and the attributes of the heart when we feel compassion or care or kindness, that we are actually adding measurable, coherent heart energy to the earth's fields, energetic fields, and that's helping us and each other feel more connected and helps uplift each other and helps us connect more with our, our sense of responsibility for our own energies and for caring for each other and the planet. So that that's inspires me in terms of restoring our earth. And how do you see that? Very, very similarly. Um, I mean, I've studied... Science. I'm a physicist, a cosmologist. Um, I've also researched as part of my PhD ancient cosmologies. And what's so wonderful, I feel now, is that the leading edge of science, which is showing the evidence, it's revealing the evidence you're speaking of at all scales of existence and, and across you know, numerous fields of research, is exactly showing this interconnectedness, this ultimate unity expressed as diversity. And when I, you know, when I was researching ancient cosmologies, which is the, the stories we tell about who we are and the nature of reality, this is converging with ancient wisdom. It's converging with universal spiritual perspectives, and it's converging with indigenous wisdom. So we've got this amazing confluence which is both evidential and a framework now of understanding, which I've written about in a book called The Cosmic Hologram, of, of, of how universes um, arise as, as great thoughts in the infinite and eternal mind of the cosmos, but also then how we can experience that. We don't have to sort of put our feelings, you know, the old paradigm, was very much intellectual and limited and it sort of peripheralized emotions because it couldn't understand them. The old paradigm couldn't account for love. <laughs> and the new emergent one, which, which is convergent with all of this deep, deep wisdom, has love at its very heart, literally at its very heart, at its very soul. So what it's inviting us to do is to, is to step into love. Because what we're finding, what you know very well through the, the heart mass research, is that when we fall into fear, we are dissonant 
we are, are you know we are dissonant with with ourselves with each other with our planetary home when we're loving when we're kind as you say when we have that empathy with others and for ourselves but also we 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 expand that what Einstein called circle of compassion then. It's a natural thing to reach out that circle of compassion from our hearts with others' hearts to the heart of Gaia and, and beyond. So for me, this is a wonderful opportunity to remember, to wake up, to see each other through the eyes of the heart. And then naturally, we remember the love for our primary mother, our Mother Earth. That's beautifully said. You know, it is the confluence, and fortunately, science is trying to step down these new discoveries because, like you said, there was no place for love in science until very recently. The ancients, of course, talked about it, but when we first started HeartMath Institute in 1991, Mm -hmm. we began our research, or researching what we should research, we looked at the literature. My background is a behavioral psychologist. Almost all the publications on emotions were about anxiety, depression, fear. We could hardly find any research studies on love or care or, kind, or positive emotion. And, that, of course, that's changed tremendously in the past uh, 30 years, thank goodness. But it, people are waking up more and more that to what they... It's been said in every religion, every ancient culture, that it truly is about love and heart connection. Yeah. And it, we got so far away from that. And this pandemic this past year, I've talked to so many people who just were, felt like they were assigned to a cave. They had to stay in their house. They had, a, they had no choice but to reevaluate what was important to them. And so many people found one of the things that nurture them in their life were little things like the love they had for their children and spending more time with them or having a garden in their yard and appreciating nature in a way they never had before. Little things are big things like that. And it will be so interesting to see how we collectively emerge from this pandemic with, with truly more, more heart, more love, more understanding of what's important and I think that's really important for the celebration of this first Earth Day since the pandemic has begun to potentially ease a bit throughout the world. I agree and and, you know I've always felt you know with all that I do in the world for me one of the greatest joys is going out in, in my garden and being with my plants well i'm their i'm their human they're not my plants i'm their human (laughs) and 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 just just seeing the wonder i mean i don't know if how many of well yourself or the folks who are listening but the miracle the miracle of growth because i plant seeds a tomato seed a uh you know a tiny 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 seed that i can barely pick it up it's so tiny, um, and I hate thinning out. You know, I hate saying, no, you can't grow. <laughs> so so I, I do it seed by seed. And within a few months, there's this amazing, wondrous, 
um, harvest. And it's just such a joy to, to grow a tomato plant. Yes, my you husband know? has a tomato garden every year. He doesn't plant by seed, but it's still an amazing miracle that we take for granted about everything, all the trees and plants that started, and us, that started these tiny seeds yeah. and grow with a blueprint yeah. into what we yeah. see, into who we are. And that's a miracle in itself. And I think so much when we start to, to actually turn around, use whatever techniques or tools work for us to address our stress and our angst and anxiety and loneliness and all of the things that are part of the human experience and begin to shift back to the heart and replace yeah. our self-judgments with compassion and kindness, with that coherent heart energy that we need to thrive and be more resilient. That connects us with the earth and with each other where we start to see the wonder of nature. Our eyes of the heart open our eyes to really what's going on around us more. And to me, that is the real celebration of Earth Day, is that awakening, is that opening our eyes. And and our last month's call, you know, and the last two months actually, we've had uh, Claudia Wells and we've had uh, Gavin Andrews. All of them are starting heart-based initiatives for groups of people to come together come in the heart and amplify the heart coherent energy and radiate it into the earth's geomagnetic fields to help lift the individuals and the collective vibration and the planetary vibration. It's like sending intentional heart radio waves into the information field of the planet that can help prompt more people to begin to listen to hear their heart's directions. And as radiate love we make this more possible for ourselves and each other we do and you know what's so beautiful and i love the work that that claudia and others are doing we've been at whole world view we partner it we've been partnering as well with the global coherence pulse that claudia and Teresa have been growing a global community of and what is so beautiful is the simplicity when we when we just come into the heart all the complications that our heads run around just just gently dissolves, doesn't it? And we can just see each other as, just simply see each other. And that love then has a natural way of just resonating and spiraling out and, and connecting everything to everything else because it's ultimately interconnected. And it's love that actually is that, you know, mycelium network of, of cosmic interconnection. Um, so it's a wonderful thing to remember and to experience, and it's so simple to do. And that's why people who are listening to this call, and thank you all for who are joining us, either live or listening to the recording, because something's drawn you, your heart's drawn you to add heart, and the power of heart-focused intention together. To me, that's really what's going to lift us and solve our, restore humanity and restore our earth. And we each have a responsibility in that. You know, we each, during the day, we don't have to wait for group meditations, although those are important. We're going to be doing one of those in a few minutes. But we can just practice throughout the day, give little post-it notes or put in your outlook or a timer just to pause, shift to the heart, 
radiate love or appreciation for anything you care about. And that helps not only to de-stress our systems, but it helps clear clouded discernment. It helps our brains and our minds be heightened in their capacities. So it's just a highly intelligent practice, as often as we can remember, to pause at the grocery store, radiate love to the people around you waiting in line, to situations, to challenging issues, to that email that you about reacted to. We can all take that responsibility to shift back to the heart and radiate love, or if we can't feel love, compassion or kindness or even just calm. We can all put those kinds of positive energies out that help bring coherence into our mind and emotions and, most importantly, connect us with our heart's intuitive direction a heart's guidance that might say, call this friend who's in need, or go outside, step outside, and take a breath and pause to appreciate the sunset. It, it, there's so much that our heart can guide us to feel connected, and that's what nurtures us, nurtures each other, and nurtures the world, nurtures our planet Earth. So very, very much so. Yes, yes. So let's do Let's do a heart meditation to this intention and power up that intention for each other. So we remember, you talked about remembering, Jude. One of the keys to remembering is remembering to do this during our day when we, in the midst of all the busyness, right? For sure. And you you said two other words, which I love. One was appreciation or gratitude. And the third I'd add to that is joy. Because when we feel love, and gratitude, there's a natural joy that just bubbles up within us. And the other word you use, which I thought was, I feel is very, very important, is intuition. Because we can't, in my experience, we don't think intuitively, we feel intuitively. So love is, is a threat, you know, love offers us that portal into a deep intuitive knowing. And when we open ourselves to that, you know, the universe meets us in an amazing adventure of, of, of loving exploration. Absolutely. And when we feel that intuitive connection, I just have to underline the mind receives these inspirational thoughts and downloads and yeah. clarity. And the mind wins <laughs> when we follow the heart and the heart's intuition. Yeah. So let's, let's do our heart meditation to that. Uh, let's together pause and just shift our focus of attention to our heart, to the area around our heart. And as we keep our focus there, just breathe in the feeling of love or gratitude or appreciation you have for something or someone that you care about. Know this warms the heart and increases the effectiveness of our heart-powered intention.
we continue this heart-focused breathing, breathing in feeling of love or appreciation or gratitude, there's something or someone we care about, let's expand that care to our care for our planet Earth. What do you care most about the Earth right now? Feel that care as you continue the heart-focused breathing. For some, it could be caring about the endangered species. For others, the polluted waters. For others, just the beauty of nature. Whatever comes to your heart that you care most about. Feel your heart connecting with people across the planet who love our planet and are or will be celebrating Earth Day. Feel your heart connecting with all of them and with the Earth herself for her day of celebration. see ourselves committing to accelerating any cleanup of our inner environment, any judgments, blames, stress, frustrations we have. Know that puts out incoherent energy. It's not bad, but we can transform that into love, and we can shift that with compassion for ourselves and each other. So let's, let's visualize and commit to more and more people addressing the inner environment and taking responsibility for our own energies and knowing that will help our planet. Just radiate our collective love and heart energy, our coherent heart energy, into the Earth's energetic fields, helping to lift our vibration and the planetary vibration to draw new intuitive solutions for our environmental and Earth-related problems. Radiate that love into the Earth's fields.
And let's commit in our hearts, ask our hearts to remind us, to prompt us, to remember, to practice radiating love or the qualities of love, compassion, care, kindness, as we move through our day, in between meetings and activities, driving, in stores, just to remind us to shift to the heart, pause, and just activate those heart qualities and radiate them into the energetic field. Now let's close by broadcasting love into the field to create a reservoir, a reservoir of coherent energy, of heart energy, we can each draw on to help lift our vibration as needed over the next month and know that we're helping to lift the planetary vibration as well. thank you so much for sharing in this heart meditation with me. Jude, thank you so much for your inspiration and what you shared in your deep heart commitment to Gaia and to, to consciousness and to bringing these awarenesses to people. Do you have any last words for us? Well, thank you, Deborah, and thanks, everyone. It's been wonderful to be with you. And perhaps the last word is it's wonderful to celebrate Earth Day but she is our mother, she is our primary mother every day of the year. So I would just invite all of us to, when we say our words of gratitude and appreciation for each other and for whatever we're grateful for in our lives, we add our gratitude for Mother Earth each and every day. Mm, beautifully said. Thank you, Jude, and thank you, everyone, for participating in this Ad Heart call. Our next month's call will be on Tuesday, May 18th at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Have a wonderful, uplifting, heart-filled life between now and then. Take care.